Hey everybody, welcome to Spells and Whistles, a DD podcast. Well, I'm gonna try that again. Put it in the intro! Spells and Whistles, a D&D podcast. Yeah. Uh, we are back with our regular campaign, which is very exciting because us as a group, I don't think, has recorded for like a month on this. Um, but I know it doesn't, it hasn't been a month since we've posted an episode, but that's the magic of editing, baby. We are really excited to get back into this, so let's just jump in. So the last time, after speaking to one of Myla's shroud contacts, the grip, all hell broke loose. A man with 12 stars under his ear burst into the library and threw a dagger at id, but missed id and killed the grip instead, and then just disappeared from the library. Uh, at the same time, somebody outside the library tried to pickpocket one of the soldiers, and then that soldier beat him for it. A lot of the townspeople got upset at that and started fighting back against the soldiers, more soldiers were sent in to quell that, and it just became a huge riot um, until the soldiers all stopped moving for some reason. They all had blacked out eyes and weird contraptions on their the back of their necks. Completely unable to move of their own accord, all of the soldiers walked away, uh, the townspeople still yelling and throwing stones at them. The only thing out of place was Sylvia, the town magic shop owner, who was sitting on a roof just kind of smiling at the situation. Um, the three of our players have a lot to figure out, and pretty quickly, but before we get back into actually playing, let's talk about what everybody leveled up with. So I'm going to start with Myla. Do you know what you leveled up with? <laughs> oh gosh. Oh gosh, I don't know if I actually leveled up my character! <laughs> uh, oh wait, no, I did, I did, I did, okay. We're level four now, just to make yes, sure. we are level we are. four! Yeah. Okay, um, so I took another level in Artificer, obviously, but since it's a fourth level, I got to either do a um, ASI or a feat, and I did pick a feat, um, so I now have the Keen Mind feat. Ooh. That's a good one. Um, which is very exciting. I'm very excited for that, which also means I got a plus one to Intelligence, which means I'm maxed out at a 20, baby! Nice. Hey. All right, Ed, what did you do? Um, yeah, level four. I am very excited because I rolled a 10 on my d10 hit die, so I'm even tankier than I was before. I have 49 HP at level four, which is, I think, the most I've ever had. Suck it, barbarian. That's wild. Um, (laughs) and then I chose to take an ASI. I'm preparing, looking ahead, hopefully it is still alive, um, at level six when paladins get their aura, and I put two points into my charisma. So now, with our rolled stats, um, I have 18 strength, constitution, and charisma, so I'm an extremely balanced boy. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I'm excited. And that bumps up my spell stuff and all that all that goodness. Wild. And Argnong, what did you get on level 4? So, I got an ASI over here, I got another point in my charisma and constitution. I got some more spellies that you might see me cast in the game in the podcast that you hear right now <laughs> yeah hopefully 
That's what spells are for. Did that bring you up to <laughs> other numbers on your stat, like even numbers where your bonus got higher? Um, yeah, now I get plus five charisma. Wow. Woo, exciting. You guys feel very busted for level four. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> you all feel very strong. Don't worry about it. But you know what? It just means that I get to make my stuff stronger and more interesting. So And kill us it. harder. And kill us harder. Uh, not us. You. I'm not part <laughs> of the us. Right. Okay. <laughs> Everybody's inside the library now with the very hurt 16-year-old kid, Caleb, um, who was the one that tried to pickpocket the soldier. What do you guys want to do? Um, there are currently a bunch of soldiers like walking away from the library, all very mind-controlled, it seems. The grip is very, very groggy and probably still passed out behind the counter, um, but is stable and not dead. Uh, Caleb is really, really hurt, can hardly talk um, or move. So it's just you guys in the like entrance way of the library with these two characters. Um, I have the contraption in my hand, right? Yes. Okay. I am going to turn to it and Argnong and Xander, and I'm going to say, I actually um, might be able to do something. I've never done it before, but I've been doing some research on it um, off and on for a while. Um, so I'm going to take Xander, and Xander's going to help me, and I'm going to see if I can get any more information on this than I already know. If that's okay. I mean, you guys can come too if you want. I don't really care. It's just one of those things where I was like, I'm going to be not very talkative, so. <laughs> if you're going to be vulnerable, we should probably go with you. Yeah, I'll kill anybody who tries to mess with you. Aw, I'd kill anyone who tries to mess with you too, Argnon. And then I would say the same for it, but I feel like no one's going to mess with you because you're all like big buff and swole now, so. but Now? Well, I mean, before? you. No, like you've been before. That was, uh, I just was like, you know, I just hadn't really thought about it until now was essentially what I was saying, you know? Like, it's not, you know, it's fine. I'm going to take the item and I'm just going to start walking away. Uh, yeah, and I, yeah, and I think we had just established that Caleb's gotten some food and stuff like that. So I'm just going to, I mean, if he wants to join us, he totally can too. I'm just going to start walking towards a, a more like secluded area, essentially. Okay. Caleb. We'll be back in a bit, I think. Uh-huh. Um, and I'll I will... say he doesn't really respond. <laughs> I will follow out. Arnon, are you going with? You staying oh, here? Oh, yeah, I thought I... thought... yes. Just to make sure I've got... Because I have some information on it, but just to make sure that everything is, like, on the up and up with this, I'm going to take the time with Xander to basically um, look at this item very carefully kind of uh dissecting it a tiny bit i'm gonna essentially just cast identify but what it looks like is um my hands start glowing with a bluish purplish indigo magic um and i sort of make the little tools essentially with the spell um and start like picking it apart and uh using magic to scan certain things and my eyes flash a little bit when that happens oh interesting okay write down a note and then keep going at it and stuff. Sure. Uh, I think you learned a lot about it last time. It is, it's got a lot of boskite that would be sold for pretty high prices in the wiring. There is a central piece of uh, material that seems to be holding all of it together. Um, like all the wires run to this one 
piece in the middle, sort of like a motherboard, except that it's definitely a crystal, um, and it's like a black obsidian. For identify, you learned a lot about it already on like at least how it works and such, except that I think the one thing that you didn't catch the first time around was that it works on sort of like radio waves, except not radio, but they're like magic waves, um, which is why they can be remote controlled from far away, uh, because somebody has access to the frequency. Um, also, because of this, you can determine that it is pretty hijackable, like not difficult to do so. Um, and so, you know, whether anybody did or not is up to you, but it is really easy to like hijack and take over. Um, same with like radio waves, <laughs> right? Um, if, as long as you have the right frequency, you basically have control. So I think that you find this weird because it is institute made and typically they're very particular about security measures and so the fact that this is super easily hijackable is doesn't make sense with something that the institute would produce um while also claiming that it was them that did it does that make any sense yeah <laughs> so, that makes complete sense other than that it's pretty much what you've found before it controls people it um it's not even particularly super magical the magic part is in the like being able to remote control it all and send like commands but what it actually does is embed itself into like the bottom part of the brain um and like basically takes over control of all of your decision making um in your brain and so that's what it does this one is especially with you taking it apart it's going to be really difficult to put it back together and um it, it was damaged in the first place from people like throwing rocks at this guy so the likelihood of being able to use it is super super low however you do know uh, anything about it and if you have questions about it later i'm happy to answer them for sure these are just the things i can think of mm -hmm. right now in terms of using it do you mean doing hacking stuff or do you mean applying it to somebody else and watching them get brain controlled uh putting it on somebody else okay it wouldn't be feasible unless you made some insane intelligence checks to put it back together and fix it um so it's not very functional anymore you would super be able to like hijack it if you wanted to now that Mila knows like what rate like what magic frequency to use to do that but this particular unit will not work anymore without a lot of effort i will go ahead and just sort of lay everything out i'm going to explain to both it and argonong in my very wild way of just kind of essentially how this works um but i think i would very much emphasize but the whole thing with this is that it is controlled with these magic like waves and just like these frequencies that you can't really see um but if this was made by the institute which it looks like it's made by the institute then i don't understand why it's so well pedestrian it's kind of flimsy it kind of looks like you got it from like you know some general store or whatever it's like the the store brand apple slices you know I love apples. 
they're good, but the sto- but the like store brand one have that weird like film on it, the weird taste where it's like, oh, there's definitely like a preservative on this, you know. Um, but it's essentially like that, so I don't. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I could I could hack it if we need to. So if someone is wearing this, they're basically receiving orders into it, and the orders control them. Could we use it to see where the orders are coming from? Mm, probably. I mean, I just need to know where the frequency is, I think. And then if I can access that, maybe? I think that would be useful. I could try. I'm fairly interested in following these soldiers and seeing where they go. I guess I'm just a little confused where we get the apples. Oh, we get them from the store. Or from a tree. When do we do that? What, how does that factor into the plan? We have to find them first. Apples okay. sound really good. Do we have apples? I'm going to go to the uh, food storage and look for sliced apples. Sure. You guys have sliced prepackaged apples. <laughs> oh, Argnog here! Um, and I'll run over and I will hand Argnong the bag of apples and I will hand Id the boskite that came with it that's in a little bag and be like, you want to know more about things? This is something fun to learn about. Id will start examining it and looking over it for sure yeah it's currently in copper wire form so the way the mm. boskite gets processed and used is that it gets mixed with copper and that turns into a wire um, or they form it into a wire so it could be melted down but at this point the copper and the boskite are combined and there isn't a way to uncombine them um, but the wires are still like worth a lot yeah. In in their current form. Or we could use this in a new form. Yeah. We could use it to Yeah, make a device. Make a pipe bomb. Oh. <gasps> yeah, that sounds fun. We'll hold off on that. This chip is more pressing but, right now. But 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 you as you guys are inside, you can hear more like groups of soldiers just marching by the library headed kind of uphill from where you are. Um, and Caleb, when you come back out, is gone. Oh. I was going to see if he wanted to join the Shroud. Oh, well. He was too caught. weak anyways. Everyone has to learn somewhere, Argnong. Yeah, but, like, I'm, like, way younger than him, and I already can handle my shit. And he, like, he, like, stubbed his toe, and he started crying. He got he... beat up really bad. Yeah. Yeah, I would have done better. You have magic, though. Uh, that doesn't that doesn't matter. Okay. Mila, do you need more time with this chip? Or can you walk and tinker? Or oh, I really I want mean, to see where these guys are going. Yeah, let's... I mean, yeah, let's go. I'd, I don't really need this. I shove it in my bag of clinking tools and nuts and bolts and loose papers. Just like, yeah, I'm done. Let's go. Cool. Let's head out. All right. You guys walk out of the library. Um, as you do, the grip starts like very slowly pushing himself up from behind the counter just to like turn around and go back into the break room oh <laughs> like very slowly very hurt it did you want to ask mr grip about anything or no we'll come back to him okay i keep walking bye clip <laughs> he just kind of scowls over his shoulder a little bit all right you guys head out of the library walking up the cobblestone roads and as you do, there's a squadron of soldiers behind you, all eyes blacked out, and there's a squadron ahead of you, and they're all in very, very tight uh, formation as they're marching up the road. 
and you start to follow where they're headed. They walk for a few minutes before walking just outside of town, where it seems that a ton of squadrons are just continuing to march into the distance. Um, they're not getting on anything. They're not, uh, you know, they're not on carts or airships or anything. They just like keep going. The one thing that you do notice is that very, very far away, there is a squadron of soldiers who have turned around and are kind of like trying to shake other people out of it. And they seem to be um, lucid and aware uh, and some of them are running like back towards the city, and a lot of them are staying, trying to like help get other people out of the situation. You see, somebody finally like yanks the thing on somebody's neck, and that person snaps out of it, and then a bunch of other people start doing the same thing. And so, probably like a mile away though, like they're pretty far. Um, it's gonna take them a bit to come back to you. However, they are doing that and more and more of them are losing their implants or getting them taken out and becoming aware again. Thinking about the nearby area, what is in that direction? Is there a town? Is there a landmark that's down the road that way? Uh, it just goes north into the country more. Um, there are a lot of farms out there, um, people who would like come into Sarai to like grocery shop and stuff but mostly just have like big farms out there in pastures uh if you kept following that road you would probably hit a couple more small towns but the big thing i think is that if you kept following that road for like a couple weeks on end you would get to the capital of rain or you just kept heading in that direction at least uh but that that seems to be I, that's way far in the distance so yeah, yeah. miley can you see if you can figure out what the order that they're receiving is? Mm, I can try my best. Um, is there... Okay. Is is there a way for me to do that at all? Um, since I kind of know about the frequency and stuff, is there a way for me to use the device that I have to, um, I guess, pick up on that at all? So it, almost like a radio? Yeah. There are two ways that you can do this. One is to make arcana checks over and over and hope they're going in the right direction. However, the DCs are super high uh, because the only way to know for sure is if you are actually using magic to understand that frequency. You can try to use an arcana check that would help you at least maybe determine that frequency and where it might be coming from, but it's going to be a lot more difficult than using any spell slash like spell slot to hone in on that particular frequency and trace it backwards. Okay. So let's just say, so I, I, if I somehow use like almost a manipulation of a spell to try and yeah. like help me, here's mm -hmm. what I have that I can think of. And you tell me what would be the most logical for my to use. Um, first of all, I have the cantrip message and if it's a frequency of messaging i was thinking maybe i could use that to latch onto it um or i have detect magic or identify which i could use as sort of um like to to find the origin of it if that makes sense so or i could do a combination of both i could cast the spell and then shoot a message from that center point um, i have an idea too yeah you could recreate the chip as it's meant to work and control people and we can go back and get Caleb and just put it on him 
and put him in handcuffs and drag him around everywhere. And then whenever a message gets sent out, we can ask him, and he can't hurt us if it's a violent message because he's in handcuffs. And we'll also handcuff his ankles. That feels like child abuse. And what? Um, I don't like the idea of abusing a kid. We could use an animal and one of us would have to figure out how to talk to it. Could I try and get the frequency almost like a radio by hooking this up to Xander? Ooh. In what way? Um, so, well, because we have, like, the wires and the connects and stuff like that. So if it's already torn apart and it's not usable, I don't need it to be usable. I don't need him to be controlled or anything. I'm just trying to pick up on what the frequency is saying. So if I were to somehow feed the actual device into Xander and maybe with, like, the use of the message spell to, like... Translate? Uh, <laughs> Relay? Yeah, to relay the message or to, like, um, um, like I guess, like, make the sound come out of it, of what's going turn on. Turn Xander into a Bluetooth speaker. Yes, can I turn Xander <laughs> into a Bluetooth speaker? Uh, I could, uh, as part of my level up, I can replace one of my spells with a spell of the same level. I could get, like, comprehend languages. Would that help us? Ooh. You know what? You guys are... Making this way more complicated than I was going to give you <laughs> options for, to be honest. <laughs> so, I was just going to say, you can use a spell slot on generic spell casting to just, like, have the frequency for a minute. Oh, okay. You can do that. Can I Can <laughs> that, I do that, but also make it so the chip is in Xander, and when he opens his mouth, yes. the sound <laughs> comes out? Sure. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I do want you to make a tinkering check. What would, would that be? Dexterity, I guess. Mint. You can make a. You could make a. There's not really a good skill check for it. All the tools checks it... for for like crafting or like intelligence. I think I can look it up. Too. That's that's what I was saying. Right. I just want you to make a check to see okay. how how well you put it into Xander and if it works. No worries. Since I'm proficient in Tinker's tools, can I add my proficiency yeah, bonus to it? Yeah, just add your intelligence and then your t- your proficiency bonus. I got a 22! I got a 15 Oof. plus 7! Yeah, uh, it is right where you want it on Xander and you're pretty confident that it's gonna work. Okay. Okay, buddy. So all you're going to do is whenever you feel that there's a message coming through or like some certain orders, you're going to let us know. You're going to do a little, you know, maybe like a little paw trot or something. And then we're going to figure out what it says. Okay? He just kind of nods. Okay, perfect. Uh, yeah. And I will exude a spell slot to (laughs) to do the thing. Yeah, I think what, what ends up happening here is that you just use a spell slot it doesn't it can be any spell that you want it doesn't have to be any particular spell but you use this spell slot to reach into like the magical ether space to find that frequency that you would found in your identify spell in order to grab onto this frequency and hold on to it instead of having it for just like a very quick period of time you send it into Xander, and that's like what kickstarts it into working for you. So you use this energy, you kind of 
you kind of are the connector piece for a moment between that frequency and the implant piece that you put into Xander. And it, and once it's gone, you can feel it like leave you, but that it's definitely still connected to Xander. And he pretty much immediately just starts like walking around, pawing at, like bumping into you a little bit. <laughs> like it's just like there's definitely something constantly coming through this airwave uh, at you. Or at Xander, I guess. Okay. Um, so what you're going to do is you're going to, um, is it, okay, just to clarify, is it like yeah. someone's giving orders, like, make sure that you are here by this time at, of day or something? Or is it just like, is it more of like a feeling or something like that? It's just like a feeling. Okay. It's not like a specific command word or anything. Not a, it's not an earpiece. Okay. It's a mind control situation. All right, so I'll just sort of tell Xander to lead the way um, so we can kind of, or I guess kind of figure out, hang on, can I communicate with my thing? This is probably something I should have looked up. Definitely. (laughs) I think the wording of it is that you give it orders, like, during combat and stuff, so I think you Mm -hmm. can definitely communicate. Yeah, it's friendly to you and your companions, and it obeys your commands. We will just say that you can, because I think it would be ridiculous if you built a giant cat and weren't <laughs> able to communicate with it, sure. or, like, didn't give it the ability to understand you. So, yes. Because Xander is not a person, which I think this thing was designed for, could we, like, have Xander walk on, like, a map that we draw on the ground and see if he, like, stops somewhere on the map? Does that make sense? Like, like no, micro analyze, <laughs> like where, because if we, it wants them to walk to the capital, I don't want to follow Xander for three weeks, <laughs> right? No, that's fair. Are you trying to get Xander to follow the current orders, quote unquote orders being sent through, or are you trying to get him to backtrack the signal? Oh, that's a good question. Should we just try to backtrack it and figure out where it's coming that'd be, from? That'd be good to know. I think that's, that's a, actually a very important question to ask. Both of them are important. Uh, what status update on the soldiers that were heading back towards the city to see if they could get help? I think you mentioned those guys. Yeah, there are a good number of them who are about halfway back to the city Okay. at this point. And a lot of them, some of them are still like ripping implants out of their friends. Mm-hmm. Some of them are just like walking straight back towards the city. Um, can I try to meet them halfway? Yeah, they're like half a mile out. I'll jog out to him. Okay. It'll take me three minutes to get yeah. out there. What do you want to do? I want to approach them and ask. I would just be like, um, I, we saw a bunch of you leaving. What's, what's happening? That's the question we're trying to get answered. No. Can you move so we can figure it out? Okay. Um, we, we also pulled, um, one of those chips. I would just like reach over and like yank one off another guy that's like walking by I just like yeah. demonstrate that I'm like on their side kind of we we also figured this out um in town unfortunately I think a little bit too late for that gentleman do you do you remember anything from when you had this attached to you unfortunately I don't it's unfortunate um well thank you uh best of luck I pocket the little crystal thing that I yanked off another guy and then start heading back to my friends. Uh, it'd be best for you to stay inside. You got it. (laughs) 
clearly doesn't go inside. It it is like there's like twenty of these dudes. What are they gonna do? Yeah. My main thing when thinking about right now is like, there's obviously some evilness at work here. We don't really know what who we're fighting or what their motive is. We just know something's fishy's going on. So I think we need to prioritize backtracking or whatever the signal and find out who's behind all this. Agree. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's very smart of you. Good job. Shut up. <laughs> I, I'm saying good job. I'm saying good, you're doing a good thing. Whatever. I tried to compliment you, but didn't work. What are we doing? <laughs> Just wants to kill things. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me see if I can backtrack the signal. Maybe Xander can point us in the right direction, or I can try and figure out what is going on, and then we'll just go from there. All right, yeah. Um, I will say that because you use Xander, backtracking is going to be so much easier because of the way that he's built. He's different than a human. And so he's built different. in this way, he just kind of starts walking backwards. Uh, well, he, sorry. Xander isn't walking backwards. He's walking opposite of the soldiers walking out of the city. Uh, and he just is leading the way going forward some more until you get to a couple of buildings where there are less soldiers in the way. And on top of this building, you see Sylvia, who's just sitting and watching everything. And she's, she's currently just sitting there. Uh, and as you guys are watching and, and see Sylvia up there, the second you look up to the roof and see Sylvia and realize that she is likely the one controlling this situation, a rain captain comes up behind her and just slits her throat immediately. <gasps> she falls face first off the roof, hits the ground, and this like black ooze is just spreading from her instead of blood spreading onto the ground and all the soldiers just immediately have their minds back to them and see you three standing near her body and all start coming after you thinking that you had something to do with this including the captain who's standing on top of the roof who tells them who tells everybody to come after you uh, um, what? you are between two buildings at the moment and there's an alleyway behind you where there isn't anybody except for one hooded person who comes up behind you and says guys they are not happy with you come this way and she starts like heading down the alleyway not even looking back to see if you're there I've been in worse situations. We gotta go. We, um, uh. And I follow the figure. I don't even know who it is. I this is everyday shit for me. I go. <laughs> Argnon, really quick, pick her pockets. Go. I got your back. Pick whose pockets? Uh, th- what's the the lady that was on the roof? I just oh, Sil- Sylvia. Like Sylvia. 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 Yeah. Sylvia's pockets. Go quick. Sure. Yeah. I go and I. <laughs> I do sure. the thing. Yeah. Uh, Xander is also there just in case there needs uh, to be some extra protection on Argnong. Sure, make a slide of hand check. Okay, okay. I'll do that. I'll do that. Oh, no. <laughs> I have proficiency in that, I think. Yep, that's eight. An eight. On her body, Sylvia has 12 gold pieces a key of some sort, and what seems like a uh, mostly charred letter. 
Mm, okay, That's I grabbed a all spicy this clue. Yeah. Spicy clue. <laughs> I want to grab all the stuff, and I want to cast the spell of expeditious retreat, so I can retreat. Okay. Nice. Yes. Absolutely. Wild you start magic. heading down the alleyway. Wild, wild magic. Yes. True. Yes. Wild magic. I think it's. What is your DC? Is it four? I think. It's five. Five. Because I failed okay. last time. I cast like one spell last time or something. Okay. Go, go, dice. Fifteen. All right. So now your DC is a six. Yeah. And Arknong heads out of the alleyway, very zoomy fast. Xander and Id are I still will. there. Yeah. And Let's follow. Head, head out as well. There are easily a hundred soldiers coming after you. Uh, <gasps> all trying to like cram into this alleyway a good number of them have probably split off trying to cut you off coming out the other end this person in the hood she is kind of small shorter than most of you uh she is like dodging in and out of alleyways and is guiding you guys through this chaos enough that you guys end up at the like airship docking tower and she says i'm going in so follow me if you want and she goes inside Let's go. Yeah. So you guys head inside. She's inside, currently fighting with about three mechanics who are all in there, like, trying to figure out what she's doing. Also don't seem to be very much fighters themselves. And you watch her pull out a piece of paper and, like, a a rudimentary pen, and she starts drawing something really quick. And then all of a sudden, um, a sword appears in her hand, and she starts, like, swinging and... uh, hitting all these these mechanics and eventually one of them just runs away because he's way too afraid the other two get very injured not enough to dead she doesn't kill them but enough that they're not going to stop whatever she's trying to do and she uh starts like untying a balloon and is like come on help me uh i imagine i kind of know what i'm doing so i'll go ahead and do that but i'm but i'm like Hi, I'm sorry. Who are you? What is going on? Why are you helping us? Yeah, what's your name? <laughs> As I start just frantically doing things. I oh, attempt no. to start untying a knot, but I don't understand how it works, so I'm going to chew it open. open. Perfect. <laughs> um, you do that. Can I... That last guy that like ran away is he in sight is he like out a door what's up with him he like went out the back door can i open the back door and see where he's going uh just away from here bye okay it is the center of town so he's just kind of trying to avoid the soldiers because they all look really pissed we need we might need to put that guy down he's gonna tell somebody about us i will uh let that guy go so you start untying the balloon with everybody else eventually it gets untied pretty quickly and you guys hop on with the hooded figure and the ship begins to rise as she says, uh, I know the rudimentaries of this, but does anyone know how to drive this thing? I know. Mm, I don't know how to drive it, but I can probably try. Okay. Yeah, you can be my co- co-pilot, Myla. Sure. <laughs> okay, I'm going to have you make a vehicle proficiency check <laughs> I, I don't have that 
uh, what yeah. have I rolled? I rolled pretty good. I what do I add to that? <laughs> uh, are we going to add intelligence? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think that's a. Uh, I think that's fourteen. Not bad. Uh, I'm rolling really well. I got a natural sixteen for a twenty-one on intelligence. So between the two of you, you figure out pretty quickly uh, what levers you need to flick and buttons you need to press and such as the balloon is going up to keep it steady, to keep it uh, working in the way it should. <laughs> good job, Myla. You're a, you're a quick learner. <laughs> you caught on to all this really good. As I, I'm like holding <laughs> two levers at the same time at two drastically different lengths on this, I'm just like, I've never done this before, but this is amazing! <laughs> we're sort of just lifting up in the air. I imagine I'm just pushing yeah. like random colorful buttons. Is there <laughs> going to be any negative consequences? <laughs> Not so far. Okay. I'm looking for the horn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as the balloon rises in this sort of like silo-shaped tower, um, the top, which is sort of shaped like a dome, starts to uh open in what is the what is the the term there's definitely a term it's not an accordion like opening aperture slats yeah that's a good one yeah it kind of opens like an aperture the balloon continues upwards until directly above you you can see what you definitely know is a hex gate one of the passageways that they use to bring airships in to get airships out to travel across countries, across huge expanses of land over a very instantaneous amount of time. You could avoid this if you want. It's right above you, so you're naturally going to go in it. So unless you do something, you're going to what go into it pretty What does this hooded person have to say about where we go? Why are you, who, what are you helping us for? Like, who are you? Where are we going? This is all so fast. T- Take me out to dinner first. Uh, you're like 12. Yeah, Argno, where did you hear that? I don't know, actually. Hexgate or no, cloaked person. I say yes. You don't sound very confident. What happened earlier, you were like all in control, like, follow me, I'm going to save you. And then you're like, I don't know where to go. What I? What are you talking about? Should we go in the Hexgate or not? Are you just... Yes, okay. I said yes. Oh, okay. Sounded a little uh, unconfident, I guess. Uh, sorry, I guess. It's just that, you know, this is kind of a tense situation. All our lives are on the line. We're running from the law here. There's an army after yeah. us. Yeah. So the further we can get away, the better. I'm kind of with the cloak figure on this one. I just don't know if I can trust them because I don't know. Who, who do you work for? Nobody. Okay. <laughs> I just Nobody. <laughs> Wee. That's enough for me. Perfect. The airship heads through the hex gate. As you can hear, like, arrows whizzing by you from the people down below. And the airship flies in through the hex gate. There's nothing to notice about the moment inside the hex gate because it is so instantaneously fast that the only thing that remains is an intense amount of nausea that puts you on the floor. Myla, you know that the people who work on airships have, like suits that prevent this situation because it happens to everybody but none of you are wearing those suits and you didn't see any like just laying around really easily that could have been put on so all of you have 
a ton of nausea. Um, and yeah, so the, the ship goes through the hex gate and you appear on the other side of one. This time the skies are completely clear blue. It's very sunny. And most of what you can see below you is a series of islands and a lot of water. Well, shit. A seagull, like, flies by and squawks. Where are we? I don't know, but I don't really care right now. Who are you? <laughs> you have time to tell us now. True. First of all, you're welcome. For saving your lives. Second of all, and you're welcome we for stealing the it. airship. I think we could have made it without you. We're scrappy. Right. Well, she kind of puts down her hood. She's a normal human girl. She's got very like teal electric blue hair, uh, a nose piercing, and a couple of uh, tattoos on her hands that you didn't see earlier. I'm Nadia. Nice to meet you. I also not a big fan of the rain soldiers or government or country so uh yeah so you're just some random person on the street and now it's your turn how did you hold up how did you know to you saw us over that no, listen 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 we're gonna do a i ask one question you ask one question situation okay i haven't asked a question yet you asked my what my name is. That I was all three of us. That was like a third of a question. It <laughs> is your turn. What are your names? Argnong. See, that wasn't so hard. You don't have to be rude about it. My formal title is Guardian. I look surprised at that a second. Okay. I'm Myla. You can just call me Myla. This <laughs> is Xander. Ah, um, yeah, a big, a big cat. Yeah. I, I made him myself. That's pretty cool. Yeah, this airship's pretty cool. Yeah, I think I've been on one once before. Probably could have gotten us through the hex gate, but I'm glad that you guys did instead. Because you never know. Uh, Argnong, you eventually find the horn button. Beep, beep, boo, 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 boo. Yeah! Woo! <laughs> oh, goodness. I lost, I lose all interest in this dangerous mysterious stranger who i still had lots of questions for and i'm just going to mm -hmm. town on the horn it seems like it's uh toot, toot, woo, woo. question boop, boop, beep, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> your turn for a question hey stop what? it what oh yeah god i'm sorry this is just, so this loud is, this is just it's uh yeah and it, What's the what's your deal? How did you you just saw us with that dead body, with that lady with the store, and you're just like these guys seem cool. Like what 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 stuck out about us to you? You know, like enemy of my enemy is my friend. Except for me, it feels like enemy of my enemy is at least not my enemy. Well, so. what would you what would you say if I told you that we really didn't have anything to do with any of that? We were just kind of there. We didn't kill that lady. They still hate you, so I figure you wanted to get out as much as I did. Yeah, they. So you're really just a random citizen who's just like doesn't like the shit going on. So you're like, bye. This is like three questions. Hold on, why are you guys here? You told us to follow you. Yeah, well, that's a yeah, of course. <laughs> Our turn. 
Nice one, Ip. Hold on, hold on, hold on, as I'm still steering the ship. I'm the one steering the airship. I think I'm the one making the calls right now. We're all going in the ocean, okay? Wait, I have another question. Wait a second. Okay. We are all clearly in this together, and we're not going to get anywhere if we're all just mean and talking over each other. So, I think that the one question per person, one at a time thing, kind of works a little bit great for me right now, because I'm trying to really focus on steering this ship, which I just learned how to do about 30 seconds ago. So. You're doing great, by the way. Almost as good as me. Thank you, Arknall. So, let's just answer questions as honestly as we feel. Clearly, we're all into some bad shit. So, I will say this. We all get one pass on a question of our choosing. After that, complete honesty, and we can continue on with things. But right now, it seems like we're all in the same boat. Or airship. Well, actually, this is an airship. Yeah. I was getting That's there. exactly what I was going to say, Nadia. Good point. Mm. Yeah. Look, we're making alliances. So, please, have your conversation. <laughs> I will listen, and I will ask questions when I feel I want to. Thank you. And I'm going to just keep focusing on that while listening to them talk. Fine, your turn. What's your question? Me? I don't care. Somebody. You go first, Myla. I, you haven't asked a question yet. Okay. Um, uh, are you with any other, like, groups of people, or are you, like, a lone wolf sort of type? I'm not with anybody. By myself. Alright, that's good to know. Okay, your turn. Nabia. It's Nadia. That's what I said. No, you didn't. I have trouble with names sometimes, okay? It's not my fault. Okay, why were you guys in Sarai? I live there. I've been preventing these numbskulls from dying. I've been searching for killing magic. Yeah, that all makes sense. <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> I don't even know much about you. Alright, your turn. Do you think the apples you get from a store have a weird taste to them? <laughs> I'm sorry? Like the apples you get at a store compared to an apple off a tree. Do you think it has a weird taste to it? Uh, I guess. Okay. We just, we're doing a scientific experiment about apples and the way they taste. I think Mila understands more about it than I do. But uh, I was just helping collect data, you know? Good job, Arkman. I appreciate it. Okay, uh, my turn. Are you guys gonna kill me? I look at Arkman. Ugh, no. That was a pretty funny joke about how we're in an airship and not a boat, and she said we're in the same boat, so I guess not. Low bar? Okay. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I'm glad. That... Okay. Great. Your turn. Tattoo stories, go. What? Your tattoos. Um, this one is from my sister. It's just a heart. She did it when she was kind of little with a pencil. Cute. And it just kind of stuck there. Uh, this one I got because my partner at the time really liked singing. <laughs> so, uh, that's, you know, it's with me for a long time. It'll be fun. And this one I got because I thought it was cool. I mean, it's a dragon. Like, look at it. It's pretty cool. Neat. Okay, my turn. Why did you build a big cat? Oh, um, I just wanted a friend. 
So I have a friend now. Um, and one that it I... Seems like made. you have two others. Oh, yeah. Well, they're uh, new. And also, I tend not to keep friends very, like, long or easily. So um, <laughs> this one I built. So, um, you know... But it's, it's fine. Uh-huh. It's also, he's very helpful, and um, he protects things, and he's kind of a, like this uh, speaker sort of situation, um, and he's really cute, and he's really friendly when I ask him to be friendly, but he can also be very not friendly when I ask him to be. That means mm-hmm. he can kill people. Right, I, I got that. I, I figured. Okay, any other questions for me? Yeah, no? what's your plan now? Uh, get out of this airship. Okay, where do you want to go? But preferably I'd like to land before I do that. Yeah, no. No shit. Yeah. Oh, maybe uh, I could land on one of these islands. Yeah. Ooh. Um, In the distance you see another one of those, like, Hexgate Towers. Ooh, let's go there. I will take the airship that way and say, okay, so all I'm going to do is, um, I'm just going to land the ship. Yes. <laughs> and I'll just. Do you need help, Myla? You, you want to get the you, horn you for me? Want me to show you how to do it? I can do the horn. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can, I, yeah. That's good. Okay. Yeah. You can beep, do that beep, one. Boop, boop. <laughs> Let them know we're coming. The slats of the building open up as you guys lower the airship down into the tower, and we're going to end the episode there because yeah. it feels like a good place to end. So, thank you for listening. I am very excited to explore a new place with you guys. It's been a little bit since we've gotten to do that. And yeah, um, if you want to follow us on any socials, they are all linked in the description of the podcast, except we always say them here. So our TikTok is Spells and Whistles Pod. Our Instagram is Spells and Whistles Pod. Our email is Spells and Whistles Pod at gmail.com. Our Twitter is Spells underscore Whistles. Our subreddit is uh, Spells and Whistles Pod. There's a theme happening here, as you can probably tell. <laughs> Let's see. Music is by Ben, who did awesome, cool new music for the Shifting Gears episode, which if you haven't listened to, please go listen to it. It was really fun to make. Yeah. Uh, our cover art is by Incredicoon Studios. Our main campaign character art is by Maddie Saxon, who is msaxon.art on tiktok and instagram and they're also very talented anything else from anybody next episode is episode 10 yeah and we're definitely wink gonna have balloons wink balloons champagne for it wink we'll get all right (laughs) we'll get it all (laughs) thanks for listening to spells and whistles and remember to ask your semi enemies one question at a time all right We will catch you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.